I'm Caleb. This is the Air Grievances Podcast. Today I have a returning guest. It's my little brother, Samuel Rowe. He contacted me. Uh, he reached out, talked about wanting to uh, come on the show and discuss uh, some kind of family stuff. Sam has some great insights. He's really maturing, really growing up. Um, and I think that his perspective is very valuable. And um, you could learn a lot just from listening to this guy. Here we go. here with my second interview with my little brother Samuel Rowe. Yep. Here we are. Here we are. This time we're not on the same couch. We're like, what, 500 miles apart? Oh, man. Yeah. A good seven hour drive or so from uh, Minnesota to Kansas. Hmm. Yeah. So you're getting ready to go to school. Uh, yeah. I'm finally done with high school now. Last... Uh, the last time we, we did one of these, it was in December, so that was just after the first semester of senior year. But mm. yeah, now I'm getting ready to go to college, K-State. K-State, very cool, very cool. And you want to tell everyone what it is you're going to be going into? Yeah, um, it, it is going to be computer engineering. Last time I said that's probably my yeah. first option, but that is mm. what we went with in the end. Very cool, awesome, man. They have a really good engineering program there, so oh, very cool. hopefully, hopefully that'll be good. Very nice, very nice. So, um, you said you wanted to, to chat a little bit maybe about, uh, like, family stuff. We didn't really get too much into it. Wanted to kind of save it for the for the conversation for the podcast. Right. But uh, I'll kind of let you steer this first part if there's – I mean, I don't know if there's anything that you particularly have in mind that you wanted to bring up or, or I mean, I'm not sure. Where, well, where... I was – I went back and I, I listened to um, a couple of your other episodes with, like, our dad and um, – I know you did a couple with, like, Nate and Alex and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I find it kind of interesting, like, the whole dynamic that we've had as, like, a family and brothers and whatnot. Mm. And what I've noticed is that as you go down in a, or as you go from, you know, UK love down to Nick, it, it kind of gets more introverted and, like, more, like, quiet and standoffish. Mm. And I, I had a few theories as to, like, why that was. Mm, I'm, okay, I'm very curious about this. I've never noticed that maybe i've noticed just the age factor and the fact that you kind of come out of your shell as you get right. older that may be my assumption i'm not sure if i'm right or wrong about that but uh yeah that's an interesting observation there well i feel like we've more or less at least at least i've seen all of us at more or less the same point in time mm, yep. i mean i don't really remember very much when you were in high school and like before that but like now nick is so like we've we've all kind of been at that point now yeah more sure or less. sure but um so when i think nick and like nick and i have were the closest i will we've been together the most i'd say probably of us five brothers just because we had the same room for a while mm. for heck like uh, like 12 years or so of our lives yeah uh, we had the same room and then wow. even just recently now uh we well i say recently it was like a few years ago now of course um we got our own Actually, it's about six years now. But anyways, I'm uh, getting off track. Um, but my point is, so, like, we've been around each other the most, I'd say. Mm, yep. And what I find interesting is that, so you're, 
I'd say you'd be the one who's like most extroverted of us five. I mean, and you and Nate probably. Yeah. Like Nick's Alex and I kind of like keep to ourselves. But when you went off to um, Bowling Green and whatnot, I feel like that was kind of the point in time when like Nick and I started developing like personalities really and like figuring out where we were in life. Mm. So like, that's kind of that age that we were at is like in that point when you really start to become a person more so than just a being. Yeah, right? I, I totally agree. Yeah, you find you start to figure out what you like and you don't like. Right. You start questioning all the stuff that your culture and your parents had always told you and you just took for granted. Uh, yeah, you start um, experimenting right. with different ideas and different, just all sorts of different things, really. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. It's a coming-of-age type of time of right. life. So at that point, like, my, I guess, like, role mo- well, like, the people who I knew and, like, looked up to would have been mainly, like, Alex and Nate, right? Mm, sure, sure, sure. And what I find interesting, okay, this is going to get a little, like, deep here, I guess. But, okay, um, yeah. This is... This is a fact, okay? And it's really weird for me to say this. Okay. But I have never, ever said to anybody, I love you in my life. Wow. I've never said it to any of you. I've never said it to mom and dad. I've never said it to, you know, a friend or to anyone I liked or anything. Mm. And th- that's what kind of got me thinking here. Like, that is really weird. Because Nick, I I don't, I mean, maybe he has, but I've never seen him do it. That's for sure. Yeah, same. Yeah. And so, like, at that age, like I was talking about earlier, when we... um we're kind of developing like who we were and whatnot. Um, we had like Alex and Nate to look up to or whatnot. Right. Mm-hmm. But I've, I rarely, if ever saw them do it. So that got me thinking like, okay, so whatever the habits they had, you know, the younger brothers would have looked up to them. Yeah. And then whatever I would have gone from then Nick would have looked up to me. Right. Because he was the one who was like with me the most, more or less. Mm. And so I find that kind of interesting that you, the one, because what I theorize is if you w- never, like, went off to college or for some reason you lived with us that whole time, mm. like, that we probably would have been more, like, out there. And, like, we would have been like, yeah, I, I totally love you guys. And I don't – I'm not trying to say that. We don't say that because we don't. It's just awkward for us, right? Like, yeah. I do. I do love everyone in our family, of course. Yeah, of course. But I never say that to them just because it feels like an awkward, cheesy thing. And that's not what I was used to growing up. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was told to me all the time. Like my mom be like, okay, I love you. Go to you're, you know, going to sleep. I'd say, okay, yeah, you know, I'll mm-hmm. see you tomorrow, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I heard it. Mm-hmm. Does it make you guys like uncomfortable whenever I either tell you that I love you or when I tell mom and dad I love you in front of you? Is that like a weird, awkward <sighs> thing to you? The short answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't still look at it that way. Like I know obviously why it is and everything. Like especially now when. You know, I'm questioning everything, like, at that point in life. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just kind of like, like, I remember, like, when I when I was little, like, at school and stuff, they did a bunch of stuff about how, like, Facebook was bad. And so, because I remember that <laughs> at a young age, whenever I would hear, because they were like, oh, there are these people who can, like, manipulate kids, and, you know, they're all mean and stuff. Uh, uh-huh. So, like, I had that drilled into my brain that, like, okay, you know, these, these words that are taboo, like, Facebook, or, you know, cigarettes, or, you know, beer, these things that, like can have bad consequences obviously are just straight up bad and maybe could i just quick i don't mean to interrupt yeah. but could i just interject here just for in context for the listener you are referring to a uh private school in the yes. bible belt of the southern uh, united states yeah just so everyone knows if you're like this is the weirdest school i've ever heard of well it's because it was in the bible belt and it was uh, a very very conservative private school so i don't mean to interrupt you yeah. but please just yeah i no, just no, want to get course, that, that context um, but I, oh, where was I even? You're saying there's all these taboo words that you couldn't yeah, say. Yeah. 
and like we kind of touched on this last time as well with like um we were, we were saying like things in society like you can say one word but not another or like they have connotations and whatnot but um so from a young age since i never really saw like my brothers doing it like i never saw an alex or nate like saying you know i love you back yeah and, like i just kind of got that in my mind that that's not really a thing you say and it's not like a surface level thought like it's just kind of a deep like you know subconscious like way of approaching it in my mind yeah and so whenever they do that like even now i find that really awkward and weird mm. even though i know that's how we feel yeah. it's just awkward to say it right yeah very interesting very interesting um i'm trying to remember myself and i don't know i can't exactly recall was it not until after i had gone to bowling green off to college and then was visiting you guys periodically for holidays and stuff that i started saying i love you did i ever say i love you uh regularly to you guys up until that point was it was that like See, a, go ahead i assume so but like i honestly don't remember right i don't <laughs> remember like, either I, I, like surface memory or like memories that you get like you have a few when you're like five or so but like when, when you really start like forming a conscious or remembering stuff frequently mm-hmm. like that's a like 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 seven or eight i guess around yeah so yeah, I, yeah. I think that was about that time so i honestly do, don't remember like before yeah i think i think I, i'm pretty po- yeah i'm positive i was saying it to mom and dad but i don't i don't know if yeah. i was ever saying it to friends or to to siblings or you know loved ones it was. I remember. You know what? This is funny. I, I remember it being awkward uh, the first time that I said it to. I think it was maybe Aunt Mary. You know, said it to an aunt or uncle who I love very much. But but we were, we had been visiting and they were leaving town and saying goodbye. And I said I love you, and she just like really really smiled deeply and said I love you too. And hmm. I remember that being kind of it was it was awkward and weird for me to say. But then once I said it, I was like I'm really glad I said that. But anyway, I don't know. There's so many times, like, uh, this can go to a few stories even, but when, like, I want to do something, but, like, it's really, like, an extroverted kind of out there thing to do, mm. but, like, I just wouldn't, because every time I'm about to do it, I'm, I'd, like, roll over, like, all the situations in my mind, like, think through everything that could happen, like, every outcome, and it's like, ah, is it worth, like, risking that, like, awkward, like, thing, like, what if they don't say back, whatever, you know, mm. and, like, it's just, like, obsessive, and it's just stupid. But. Yeah, yep, it is obsessive. It's interesting, though. And I, I've had a lot of times when I would want to do or say something to someone. I just don't because of that. Like, sometimes you just got to, you know, go with it. Yeah. But you just, like, I don't know. I, I stop myself from doing a lot of things a lot, I find. Do you ever just go with but it? I have a few times. Um, Does it feel good? See, that's the thing, though. Because when I would go for it, like, I, obviously, this is subjective and it changes. Um, but whenever i would go for it if it does go badly then every single time i'm about to quote unquote go for like anything i would be thinking about you know those times that went negatively yeah. and i'm like oh what if that could happen but then of course like sometimes it goes right and hopefully most of the time it goes right mm, yeah but you know maybe i don't even know because i don't try enough yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah that's interesting um i totally relate with that um and i don't really believe in uh, generally, especially um, sibling to sibling, giving straight up advice and saying you should do this, you should not do that. I believe in just telling stories of my own that I think might be kind of similar, and just say, "Hey, this right. is what happened to me. Can you learn something from it?" Sort of thing. You know, it's I, I'm, there's no ulterior motive here, but I just know that I used to always be real scared, um, especially. I'm, you know, I'm going to use the example of, of of talking to people I'm attracted to, talking to girls. 
Right. Yeah. Specifically. So we were getting there eventually. Yeah. Right. Um, I was just always so, just so awkward. Just, I had, I, I constantly had crush on somebody and I was always just so scared to talk to them. I wasn't until I was, I want to say a junior in high school. It first occurred to me that I'm an attractive person and that just kind of mm. blew my mind and I couldn't really, I didn't internalize that, couldn't really accept it. And then in, in, in college, I really just kind of embraced that and realized it and, and, and got a little bit crazy there for a while. Um, and then just kind of coming around, uh, like here, here's an example. So like three nights ago, I was out at like a, uh, a restaurant bar with some friends and there's this really, really, really attractive bartender there. And before we leave, you know, I left a real good tip. And in my money, I wrote down my phone number. <laughs> right. And my buddy saw it and he was like, what are you doing? He's like, dude, you're just going to embarrass yourself. This, I was like, you know what? what what's going to happen? It'll, it'll either flatter her. She'll think, oh, that person thought I was attractive. That's flattering. I'm not being creepy. Well, I'm not like. drunk. Do what? No, no, come on. Did, you think, did she think I was drunk? Well, no, I was going to say that where she might think you're just a drunk guy, but. No, but like, but, but, but I was, I'd been talking to her. That's the thing. I've been talking to her throughout right. the night and we had we really been real, okay. f- real friendly. And I could tell it wasn't just like the bartender friendly where you're trying to make tips or whatever. Like we're being real, real friendly with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I thought, you know what? Why not? So I know it's either going to flatter her, um, or on the, like one in a million chance she actually texts me or something like that. And it's like, where, right. how, how do I lose in that? How do I lose? Yeah. Like how yeah. is that? that turns out just fine for either of us like and everyone around me all my friends were like dude that's so embarrassing like how could you do that and i was like i'm i feel no embarrassment like we both like worst case scenario you just never see each other again and that's it exactly yeah so what there you go but anyway that's just my that's my little story that kind of popped in my head around that see i've had a couple well i was gonna say i had a couple incidents like that but more or less kind of similar yeah okay so i've in high school, I've never asked anyone to, like, a dance or to go out or anything like that. Actually, yeah. that's not true. I did once. And I feel like this is why I never did again. Okay. So, and, like, again, this, I, I said really vaguely earlier that, like, if I had, like, a situation, then that could be in my mind. But if we're going to talk about a specific situation. Um, there was someone I knew since, like, eighth grade or whatever, because that's when all the elementary schools came together to middle school. And then that middle school goes to high school. So I knew this person since middle school, right? Uh. And I was just kind of like, okay, whatever. Uh-huh. But then um, I kind of liked her. And, like, I realized that, like, in, like, ninth grade or so. But I was just like, okay, whatever. I'm too socially awkward to do anything. And that was, again, because I kept telling myself, like, that I shouldn't. But then um, I was contacting, like, my best friend. And he, he's been my best friend ever since fifth grade. Like, if I need advice on something, like, I'd go to him. Like, mm. he's, he's, like, that kind of, you know, guy who you sure, always have sure. there and stuff. <clears throat> But I was talking to him about it, about like, oh, I don't know if I should do anything or whatever. But then I just kind of realized, like, I should, you know, try to get out of my comfort zone and do it. Yeah. So it was, it was way too late, like, to reasonably ask someone to a dance at this point. Like, it was, like, a few days before kind of thing, right? Uh, I see. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyways. We had gym class together, and we also were in band. Um, we were section leaders for our uh, section in marching band, that is. Um, but yep. basically, so I was like, okay, I used a really cheesy pun with like a music pun. I remember. And I was like, Hey, d- like, it's nothing serious, but do you want to go to homecoming? And then she was like, Oh, I actually already made other plans. However, I think my friend who I talked to before somehow got it out to her that I was interested, which I wasn't like a huge fan of learning that afterwards. 
but um she and he said that she would have said yes had i asked sooner mm-hmm. but i just waited too long basically yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah it's it's awful hard to to build up confidence in yourself it doesn't just happen overnight it's something you got to realize yeah. over time it, even like even at the moment like we, it, because it's like in gym class or whatever uh, which is kind of funny because it's, it's senior year and like all the it's like a freshman class kind of but because all the seniors or everyone just procrastinated to their uh, senior year it's like all seniors so we all like knew each other anyways but um that's funny but yeah i just like paced around the gym for like 10 minutes or so like just like trying and then eventually i went up and i was like screw it and i did it and then like that happened i was like oh yeah you know that's, that's fine that's fine yeah and like isn't it it's funny how we build up stuff in our heads to be yeah. such a big deal and then once we do them it's like that was nothing what was why was I stuck in my own head so much? Like, it didn't even make yeah. any sense in the end. And also, there's another thing which is kind of going on right now. Okay, so this is an interesting story. This is another one. Um, so, I've been taking Arabic junior and uh, senior year yep. in high school. And we had a class of, like, uh, I don't know, like 12 people or so um, junior year for me. And then the next year, like, obviously some people left. So we had about, like, nine or so, I'd say. Mm. And it was, so it was, like, a pretty intimate class. You know, everyone knew each other. Like, we were all, like, joking around stuff, like, throughout the year. But, um, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna get kind of detailed here. Go for it. So it, it was because, like, this is how high school is. Like, everyone divides themselves into boys and girls, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. So we, we wouldn't have desks in this room. Like, our teacher liked to make it kind of, like, an intimate, like, thing. So we all sat in a circle okay. uh, in chairs. Uh-huh. And if you were to divide it into hemispheres, one half would be all the girls and one would be all the guys, okay. which was funny because that's just that. But on, like, if you imagine, like, the bottom of that hemisphere where they meet, I was there and then a girl was next to me, right? So I was, like, bordering the edge there. And um, I'm not going to drop names here. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. But my point is... Well, um, yeah, don't drop names. I, it's better not to. Yeah. I knew her uh, since junior year. but And I was like, okay, whatever. She's just another girl. But then this really weird thing happened in... It was um, Thanksgiving break of this year. Well, the, the end of this school year. So the end of the mid... Oh, I can't talk. I'm sorry. You're fine. You're fine. At the beginning of senior year, uh-huh. when we had like Thanksgiving break, uh-huh. you know, like a quarter in. Um, I was, you know, I was just doing whatever. And I had a dream once. And when I woke up, I realized that it was a dream where I was dating this girl. Mm. Which was really weird because I never once felt that about her at all. Not once. Like, I was just like, okay, she's just another person in high school. Yeah. And, but then I was like, wow, that's really weird. And like, I just went on with my day. Like I was playing like some video games or something or whatever. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. Like, I was like, why? Like, I knew that like, I had to do something about this. Like I had to try to make this work or whatever. And then, so I, I didn't, I just tried to forget about it because at this point I was still too like nervous or scared to act on anything. Yeah. But then, um, I noticed that she, she was also being really nice to me and like more so than like to like an, another like normal person. Yeah. Right? Maybe being a little flirty. Right. And so um, one time when I was in a group like with other guys, like one leaned over and was like, hey, I think she really likes you. And I was like, huh, because I never thought of it like that. I was just every time I'd see her in my own mind, it'd be me being like nervous. I never thought of how she would feel. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so I tried to like be really nice and make something work. But like I kept telling myself, like, oh, I need another sign. I need to see like if she really is or not. Although I knew that she was. Yeah. But of course, I was just telling myself that so I wouldn't have to actually do it. Because uh, it's too sketchy, yeah, right? That's tricky. And then 
by the time and then she went through some really hard stuff i remember and like she got like really stressed over tests and finals and stuff like all the time and the thing is there all the girls in the class to be really supportive and stuff and like kind of like huddle around her and i felt that that kind of alienated me from trying to be like hey if you need anything you know let me know I'm there right you, right which i wanted to but because uh-huh. of that like you know that like click i, I felt like i couldn't you know infiltrate their folds if you would yeah um so like because that was the way like it went the whole year i just kind of never did anything mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i and then i was like oh i can't like you know start something with someone now you know i'm going off to college she's a junior by the way at this point so she has one more year yeah um where i wouldn't so i'd be leaving she wouldn't yeah but a really weird thing happened and this was two weeks ago um i was asleep and then nick comes into my room and he said hey your friend wants you to get on my, my the best friend who i've established earlier and so I got on and he was, he called me over the internet, but at the same time he was on the phone with this girl, th- oh, this girl mm-hmm. who he never really like knew very well. Like he knew of her cause like they went to same elementary school and stuff. Um, yeah. But he said, and this is two weeks ago, remember? So this is like a good like month plus into summer. And he said, she called me trying to get in contact with you. Wow, man. She likes you a lot. Awful, awful lot. Which is which is really which was really weird to me at the time. So like he was holding the mic up to his microphone, and then like we could hear each other. It was like really weird. But she asked for my number, yeah. and I gave it to her. Obviously, yeah, sure, sure, sure. And and this is still going on, by the way. Like I don't know what's happening. I don't know. But she said, "Hey, sometime we should do something." Yeah. But um, go for to it. To this day, like she's been really sick. Uh. Like she actually has been like seriously sick. Like uh. after um she contacted me, which really sucks. And I'm like if you need anything let me know you know all that yeah um so i want to do like at like i've got mustered up the courage like three times so far like trying to ask her to do something but we just still haven't because of that so now i'm just waiting to see what'll happen yeah but i guess i just finally decided like hey you know i've i haven't done acting on anything like all my life so yeah if, I, if worse comes to worse something goes wrong we never see each other again because yeah, you know, so i'm going what? off she's gone that's how you learn from stuff, man. You got you. Ha- right. If you don't make any mistakes ever, then you never learn anything. Like that's how you learn. That's how you learn about stuff, you know. And it and, and just you ha- you leaving and her staying in town, whatever, whatever. Like you can't predict the future. Number one, and number two. Every person you date doesn't have to be a, a potential person you're going to marry. You know, right. like uh, you guys can have some fun together, hang out. You know, it, you're you're practicing. For, for being in a serious relationship, in that case, you're practicing for getting engaged. In that case, you're practicing for getting married. You know, every, you're all just having a good time together, learning from each other, living life, you know? Yeah, and that's something I never really figured out. Like, because I always thought, like, I always looked at, like, other people, like, dating in high school. It's like, oh, it's just a game, you know, people, like, going between people. It's just like, why would I mess around with that? But now I realize, like, the reason it's kind of important to do that isn't so much because you're establishing a long-term relationship, but it, like you said, like, it's practice. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Totally, man. Totally. Practicing a lot of, practicing going on dates, on talking to people you're attracted to, on being sensitive and saying the right things when you're supposed to, on, you know, putting your foot down and, and standing up for yourself when you're supposed to. It's, it's practice for, you know, physical relationships. It's practice for, for all of that. It's right. important to practice uh, safely. <laughs> practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never been in a relationship, though. I mean, unless this goes somewhere, of course. But, yeah. I mean, that's to be seen. Yeah. And, like, I never thought that I... I never wanted to, really. Like, I just, like, always told myself, like I said, like, oh, like, when the time comes, it'll come. Like, why would I need to mess around with anything now? Yeah. But, I mean... 
Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it is. Though. And there's kind of, you know, there's uh, not to get too much into it, not to hate on our the way we, that we were raised and all that, but uh, there's a certain kind of a taboo forbiddenness around dating before <laughs> this is a funny way to say it but dating before you're married you know like mom and dad right. it's like you're not even supposed to look at another person until you're married to them like that there's it's just no logic really uh at the end of the day there and dating's only for finding a, a partner and you know it's you're not supposed to kiss until your your wedding kiss and all this stuff and it's just kind of a you know, it's kind of a toxic environment, and if you bring anybody home, they get interrogated by the family, and yeah, you know, all that. Also, I would like to say I have, I did listen to your most recent episode with Nate. Oh, did you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't. I mean, I'm, I never said anything to anyone. I just want to say that right now. <laughs> Wise choice. But also, I, I want you to know that, like, I don't know. Okay, how? How do you view me? Am I conservative, or do you think I'm like more liberal, like out there? I think you're more liberal. How, how do you view yourself? Liberal, but I feel like I've changed a lot in these past like couple years than I have like my entire life, really. Yeah, totally. Well, yeah. I mean, moving out here changed that a lot, and like I, I do like swear and stuff. Like you know, I mean, I, it feels weird like just saying like this kind of stuff so awkwardly, but like I'm. I don't know. Society's weird. It changes where you go. And I don't know. It's, it's just different. Like, being from Kentucky, like, I hardly even remember, like, what it was like there, honestly. Really? Just because I've spent... Well, no, I do. But, like, I, I, we spent so much time here that, like, I'm just used to it now. Yeah, and you were much more young there and, and like, in your terms, less of a real person there. Right. I mean, obviously, like, I'm still developing and whatnot. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, coming out of high school are very, very formative years. College are also extremely formative years. But uh, but yeah, being a little kid is definitely a different a different ball game. Yeah, because you you don't really know what to think outside from what like you know people near you. Yep, and like especially in this day and age though, when like with the internet, like it's the internet is so fascinating because it's something that like society as like humans have never seen before. Like yeah. The ability to instantly have information and to be instantly exposed to like different ways that people act other than those in your immediate like oh, vicinity, yeah. right? It's unbelievable, unreal. Yeah, like like people have so many more influences as well because of that. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. For better or worse. Yeah, for better or for worse. Good night. You're telling me. Oh boy, ugh, that can go both ways, all the way in each direction. I still would say, by the way, since I know this is the air of grievances, um, I do still feel the same way where, like, I would say I'm, like, an agnostic Christian, kind of like you said you were. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do believe that there is, like, a divine thing out there, but I don't know what. Yeah. Yeah. But how, how is, like, I, I, I never really heard much from you. Like, how is it up there, like, in uh, Tennessee with, like, Baker and whatnot? Or I, why did I say Tennessee, Minnesota? Where did Tennessee come from? Yeah. Minnesota. I got confused there for a sec. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, it's interesting. There are a lot of progressive, liberal, affirming, inclusive churches. Um, there are also a good number of extremely conservative, evangelical, you know, what, what we would... You know, people mom would like an awful lot as far as their political views go. Right. Uh, 
<clears throat> yeah. Um, I still go, you know, to, to Revolution Church with Jay Baker. Um, personally, I've, I've come to... I've, if I had to keep on identifying in a certain way, I'd call myself more of an, a non-theist. Um, and still, I think I'll always be a Christian just because... And that has nothing to do with my beliefs. I think that... To, I don't know. To me, the Bible is imp- very, very important, very, very relevant myths. I think it's scripture and it's very important, but the historicity of it I really don't care about. And the term right. non theist, which is kind of a weird term, uh, but it essentially means that uh, it doesn't really matter if there's a God. Maybe there's a God, maybe right. there's not. I hope there's a God. I really hope there's a God. I've never seen him or her or it, you know. Um, I think it makes sense that there is some sort of energy out there. I think that energy is probably something that the closest word we have for it is love um, and attraction and and, and uh, union, like we see with atoms and gravity and the formation of and collision right. of galaxies and all this stuff. Um, but yeah, I just I don't really think it matters if there's a God. I think it matters loving people, washing people's feet, feeding the hungry, clothing. People, you know, who are naked, um, taking care of, of, of the widows. But uh, I think that humans, I can see humans. I can't see God. I can serve humans. I can I know what exactly what humans want and what they need and what they're thinking. But I can't sell those things about this idea of some God person. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think people, people are super important and loving people and making the world a better place is super important and just uh assuming uh old old books as law and as a way to live your life just based on the words and not on the meanings or the sentiments or the outcomes and effects that they have is maybe an unhealthy way to uh to go about kind of choosing your own personal compass right and one thing that I've looked into a lot though like that, I, that I've seen like so much is how, it's crazy. Like how much our universe is fundamentally based on a balance between, you know, positive and like good and evil. Or, oh yeah, man, it's beautiful, huh? It's pretty great. Like from you know protons and electrons and neutrons who just don't care, up to like societally and you know like physics and yeah. everything. It's ridiculous. Physics, yeah, chemistry. Uh, oh yeah, romance. I was just gonna say real quick. Um. I took two years of chemistry in yeah. high school, and I absolutely hated it. Uh-huh. And at the end of uh, the second year when I took it, um, I didn't get the score I needed to be able to waive it in college just because at that point I had, like, senioritis. I did not care. But luckily over the summer I took a test, and by one point out of, like, 80, I got the score I needed. Wow, so I that's great, country. man. I just by the skin of my teeth. But, wow. Oh, that's so glad awesome. Doing, man. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Chemistry was never my strong suit either. I'll tell you that much. No, it's it's one of those courses that, like to me that's like everyone has to take it like a little bit and like it's I guess it's it's important to understand like the fundamentals. But like, I mean, I don't I don't want to be a chemical engineer anytime soon. Jeez. Yeah. Right. Oh, is there? Man, I feel like it's kind of short. This one. It's okay. I like having short episodes. We can call it a mini set yeah. if we want to. Is there anything else that you want to talk about in particular? Family type uh, stuff, school stuff, girls stuff. Did you hear about uh, Dad starting his company? Oh, no. I heard he lost his job. I didn't hear that he started a new company. Well, he lost his job uh, where he was before 
because like he was too expensive he was too good for them mm. but um mm-hmm. so now he he's actually starting his own business and um he, he's looking for people right now and stuff but like wow is he gonna be like he, consulting again i think well he wants to be uh, i don't remember what the official name of like the service is but he wants to be the person who like is the bridge between like uh server providers of like the internet and companies to be able to provide like a big like system network that they can use to like do like scheduling and like figure out like who's working and like whatnot but being able to provide that and like personalize it for each business and he's worked in that field for like years and years now with like it consulting and whatnot so wow man that's great that is awesome that's a way to turn a negative into a positive i love that yeah best of luck to him that's he, great. He actually he's he and I were talking, and he he wants to try and hire me a few years down if he can. Wow, that's like, because great! I'm gonna have a computer engineering degree, hopefully. Yeah, um, that could be awesome, or that could be awful. But hopefully, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny though. It, it's funny how normally when you think of a family business, you think of like a local bakery on the street corner, not like an IT consultant firm. <laughs> but that's true. A, You're not gonna be selling lemonade a, on the side of the road. You're going to be doing yes, IT sir. consulting. Or if we do, we'll give them a business card, that's for sure. Yeah, there you go. Life gives you lemons. Make a server provider work. And you got to make it into uh, lemonade-flavored ICs. Or server provider work. Yours was better. Well, I want to give you a challenge, young Samuel. What's that? I challenge you to... Okay, you can you can in your mind you can wuss out on your first two sexual opportunities while you're away at college. That's fine. That's fine. Everyone's got to okay. ease into it. But if by the third one you haven't at least taken advantage of it to some extent, I'm never talking to you again. Well, all right. I will. Well, I mean, there's no downside to me accepting this challenge, so I guess I will. I don't oh. lose anything by accepting it. Well, well, you lose talking to me forever and ever, but... Uh... Okay, but then if I decline it, I lose that privilege as well, because I will stop before I even had the chance. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. You're very very much an engineer. Gosh, there. You got me there. So therefore, I will uh, blindfully accept. Yeah. Perhaps and, recklessly And the, great, the best part is, it'll make you a million times more happy than it'll make me when you uh, engage sexually for the first time whatever you're doing it doesn't have to be you know it can be making out it can be whatever we don't have to get into it i'm your brother we don't gotta get too detailed it's a new thing to you it's not a comfortable i know nate i know nate and i got awful detailed but we're pretty comfortable talking about that stuff so i can stick the easy mode you know pay off a hooker and that's that you that's not as easy as you think it is but yeah you could do that 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 counts that counts there's so many hot uh, freshmen, girls who just are away from home for the first time. They drank their first beer this week. They're trying to make daddy mad. You're a cute kid. You're tall. You're skinny. You're super smart. You come along. You're the nice guy. You'll easily, dude. I'm telling you. Like you think I'm being funny. You don't. Even, I know you don't believe me because I used to be you. I know you don't believe me. But yeah, except even as you say that, I'm thinking of a million reasons why you're wrong. I know you are. But that's I me. know you yeah. are. I know you are. <laughs> And I'm here to tell you, fuck all those reasons. There you go. That's right. Just we, we got there. You know how you find out that those reasons aren't true? You put yourself in that position and you find out for yourself. Or 
I could. They actually have a supercomputer at K State. Oh god! It and run a simulation. Oh I, god! I could try like a million variables, see what the the percentages are, run the numbers. You know, just get out there. <laughs> just spoon a girl for God's sake. Do something. I'll see. I'll see what I can do. I'll, I'll give you a a report card. Well, you're gonna keep me updated, and I'll know if you're lying. No, you won't. Yeah, well, I can tell. I can. I can read you. I can- I, I'm. I'm really honest about me lying, and I tell you what, I can lie really well. I believe that, but guess what? It takes one to know one, because mm. I was in acting, mom and dad put me in, in Little Colonel Children's Theater, uh, community theater acting classes when I was like tw- K-12, or, or was I uh, first grade? I think I was first grade. I didn't stop taking, or you know, performing in theaters on the regular, every single time it was an option until I graduated high school. So that's well, an awful... What if I, Go what ahead. if I told you I completely fabricated those stories from earlier? And that you've just been getting laid left and right the whole time? Well, wouldn't I want to lie about that instead then? Well, you're yeah, but you're not a good liar because I could tell you were telling the truth. <laughs> I'm too good a truth teller. Yeah. I'm See, I only hold- lie about... <laughs> Only lie in situations that would like I don't like deceive people to like you know get ahead of them like scam them I just do it to make slightly social awkward situations less socially awkward yeah I think everyone does that but that's you're now you're changing the subject the point is you better mm. have an have an experience with someone you don't even have to take your shirt off man you do what it can be over the clothes dry humping or something I don't care whatever you want. Just get out there. Come on, man. This is college. You only get college once. I miss college so bad. I had so much fun. I'm not going to tell you how much fun I had, but I had a lot of fun. You could go back. I I could go back, but then I'm going to be the creepy old guy, and it's not going to be the same. No, probably not. That's not the fun part about college, is being in college and taking tests and all that. And paying multi-hundred-thousand-dollar tuitions. Yes, that's not the fun part, turns out. I don't know. That's pretty fun if you ask me. Hmm. Well, your your priorities are awful different from mine. Well, I think it's a good place to wrap it up, man. Unless you got anything else? Uh, not really. Are you sure? I think I think we I think we covered it. I mean, I could I could sell out like, you know, subscribe to my YouTube channel, but no, we're not gonna go there. Hey, why don't you why don't you shout out all? You've been putting a lot of stuff online here recently. Why don't you shout out your Twitter handle and uh, the websites that you've been using here? Oh yeah, I mean everywhere I'm just barlender, B-A-R-L-E-N-D-E-R. It's just bartender, but with an L instead of a yep. T. And you're on Twitter, Face. Oh yeah, also, also I've been on Twitch recently. Twitch, um, I'm sure you're like my friend. Very yeah, good. Twitch is. Do you know what Twitch is? No. It's um, it's a live streaming service, mainly for like gaming and other stuff as well, like crafts. But people go on there, you know, they like I, I used it for like making music a few times. Because you, you have that interaction with like people who just stop by and stuff. It's, nah, it's, it's fun. I have heard of this. Okay, that's cool. I think you told me about that. All right. I probably did at some point. Yeah, very cool, man. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I'm proud of you, man. And uh, I can't wait to hear your stories from college. Especially the ones that you can't tell in front of mom and dad. Those are the ones I can't wait to hear. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right, brother. I love you, man. You don't have to say it back. All right. Yeah, uh, just say all right. You know what? Let's do it again. Okay, love me. Let's do it again. Oh, 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 what? Okay, go ahead. No, no, go on. All I heard was... Which... No, go on. Go on. Do you want me to do it over? Sure. 
You know what, Sam? I love you. I love you too, Caleb. Whoa! What a climax! Wow, unprecedented. We got it live. live. See, but now, uh, see, I'm not saying it so much because I feel genuinely to say it so much as because it's a situation where I'm pressured into doing it. Well, were you pressured into doing it, or did you really want to let me? Did you want to do something you didn't want to do to show me how much you love me? Or maybe this is a long scheme where I'm trying to get you to trust me more so it'll be easier to lie to you in the future. That might be it. That'd be a good plan. I like that one. Let's mm. let's go with that. But one. then I should have told you that. Oh, shoot. Well, that I could screwed it up. that could be a reverse reverse psychology, baby. This could be all Ooh. part of the plan. All part. Yeah, we're going down like five levels, you know. Yeah, Inception style. There you go. All right, man. Talk soon, okay? All right. All right. Good luck. I'll later. See you later. Uh, later, Sam. Well, that was my interview with Sam, my my middle brother, my uh, my bro. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you didn't, then I don't know what your deal is. I don't know what your problem is. But he has—he's just so honest and so open and and so blunt. And I love that. And I love him, though he may not like to hear it. It's true. I love him. And listeners, I love you. I love you. Check me out on my social media at Hogcast at Post Christian Productions or Post X I A N Pods. Uh, plug suck. What? You know when you listen to a podcast and they start plugging shit at the end. No one wants that. So let's just wrap this up later. Some